Hello everyone and welcome back to my Bigfoot commute. It is the show that's related to Bigfoot on trial. I almost yep, said something here. else entirely. All right, so here's the deal. <clears throat> Remember this show is about uh, basically just little thoughts and things about Bigfoot and maybe some, a few other things while I'm driving home. Okay, so don't forget to go to BigfootForensics.com, um, listen to Bigfoot on Trial at any of the other number of places you can listen to podcasts, right? And don't forget that you can call and leave a voicemail or text message at 470-344-9441. All right, I have that set up as a voicemail and text message only. I'm not going to be answering. Also, um, if you just have any thoughts or general ideas about any of the topics that you'd like to hear, um, you can go that route or you can go to evidence at bigfootforensics.com and just email me. <clears throat> okay, so what's on my mind today? Something very simple. Well, first of all, I've had a long freaking day. Um, our agency decided to do a new recruitment video, so I got the pleasure of pretending to look at microscopes, pretending to uh, be processing items for fingerprints and uh, even a serial number restoration on a filed off uh, serial number on a gun. And then the inevitable sit with the suit and tie and do an interview about uh, crime scene and that kind of thing. So, Besides that, regular caseloads. Kind of tired. Surprised I'm actually doing this right now. But <clears throat> I did have one thing that popped into my head. And I guess with politics and everything that's going on lately, I'm not going to get into them. So don't worry about that. But oh, stand by. I got to check messages on the CAD. Okay, never mind. That's an old message. <clears throat> okay, so anyway. Um, the way the media twists headlines is kind of like a bait and switch, right? Except that a lot of people don't actually read the entire article. So what happens is, is they just look at the headline and go, oh, okay. And they actually take that as their information without having ever read the entire article to see that the headline actually in no way whatsoever had anything to do with what was written. Example, here is the title. DNA study proves Bigfoot never existed. Wow, that is so loaded, especially since after I read the article and it was literally, oh God, maybe seven or eight paragraphs. <clears throat> but all it did was cite uh, and I'm sure if you're into Bigfoot, you know about the Oxford study. It took three years to do. And what they did, it was basically, excuse me, it was basically a call to investigators, uh, well, forensic researchers, things like that, to send any DNA or hair samples that you have that you think might be Bigfoot. So the long story short is for three years, don't know why it took three years, but Oxford uh, analyze 36 hair samples. So think about that. 
Only 36 hair samples were used in this study that people sent in thinking it may be Bigfoot. And quite honestly, what it ended up being was almost all of them came from known animals, um, such as uh, raccoons, porcupine, deer, sheep, a human hair, a cow hair, um, stuff like that, right? And the ones that uh, weren't included in the IDs were just too degraded. It didn't have anything to do with them being like uh, inconclusive or anything like that. So they test 36 hair samples and they show that, okay, none of this comes to any unknown primate or anything like that. Um, okay, great. That study, all it proves is that the 36 hair samples that they tested did not come to anything other than those animals that they uh, linked them to, right? So with a title after that, is it fair to say DNA study proves Bigfoot never existed? Um, it's hor horrible reporting, obviously a bait and switch title, but uh, uh, nonetheless, it's kind of irritating. So, and I got one other one before I go on to the thing. Um, and this is actually twisted around by Bigfoot researchers, so it's naughty, naughty. Um, this article is entitled, Bigfoot was investigated by the FBI. Here's what they found. The FBI never investigated Bigfoot in the context of the article that I'm going to be talking about. So, um, they did not investigate Bigfoot, but what they did do was, as a favor to a Bigfoot researcher, um, and not really a favor to him, the way they would put it, they would, uh, they would say, in the interest of research and scientific inquiry, when they have downtime, yeah, sometimes they will look at some unknown kind of hairs or something like that for this particular lab. So they analyzed 15 hairs that came from this Bigfoot researcher. Um, I think his name was Byrne, B-Y-R-N-E was the researcher. Um, and to make it more complicated, um, and for this particular case, uh, he was 93 years old and doesn't really remember, or he doesn't remember getting the uh, FBI's response. Um, but what had happened was that apparently Byrne was going to be out of town. And hold on. Jeez, man. All right. Apparently Byrne was going to be out of town or out of country, actually. And he was going to be gone for several months. So the person in charge of sending the results back to him knew that uh, his, uh, I'm sorry, the, the radio's going at the same time. I'm trying not to miss it. They're being very talkative right now. All right, but anyway, what happened with uh, Burns, uh, Bigfoot Research Organization was affiliated with the Academy of Applied Science. And the FBI, when they were done with the results, they actually sent the results to the Academy of Applied Science, um, being told that they were going to pass it on to him. So Byrne, not following up, thinking that he never got his results. Um, so he finally starts to inquire in 2019. And when he heard that the FBI reported that all the samples that he gave them turned out to be deer hair, he acted super surprised, right? Um, 
And their response was, um, well, you know, if you're going to make a big deal about something and then you find out that it's deer hair, um, you're not really going to want to publicize that. Um, you know, I, I don't know what's going on there. It got a little wishy-washy on who knew what when. I'm not going to accuse anybody of anything. My big point is that technically the FBI did not investigate Bigfoot. I did do the research on this. I did pull up the actual files. You can go online. You can actually research FBI files about Bigfoot. and You can actually read them yourselves. And there is nothing to it. There is not. There was no investigation done. They just researched the hairs for this person and came to the conclusion, and that was it. So um, Bigfoot researchers using it to their advantage, uh, saying that you know they're investigating Bigfoot and they're hiding results. I don't think that's what's going on there, um, but it's kind of just eh. All right, so... I think one of the bigger issues when we're talking about hair samples, big foot impressions, you know, his foot impressions in the ground, howls, things like that. Um, we, we have to talk about what they're going to compare it to, right? So what is the standard? What's it going to take? I mean, let's be real for a minute. Scientifically, even if one were to get the DNA that belonged to Bigfoot, how would we know? There is no standard to compare it against. The same, unfortunately, goes for footprints and casts. Unfortunately, there's no known sample to compare it against. The same goes for howls and tree knocks. <clears throat> so, yeah, here, here's the other issue. Show me proof that the Ohio howl was a Bigfoot. Until then, why are we using the Ohio howl as something to compare other howls to? Right? It's kind of like, I know what a lion sounds like because I've watched a lion make the sound. Um, that kind of thing. Same with tree knocks. I mean, I know I'm being a bit of a downer because I do believe in Bigfoot. I'm just, uh, the science side of me says you can't attribute something to, you know, a sound to something if you didn't see them make the sound. And that's, that's fine. Um, but maybe we can change our approach if we start thinking this way or investigating this way. Maybe, um, I mean, I guess that was really my thought. Um, I know I just kind of strayed from the, the bait and switch article topic. But I guess the, the big, I guess now my, my question is, is, uh, is there a way we can change our approach in investigating Bigfoot? I mean, that's kind of what I'm trying to do about, you know, forensics, using forensics and uh, sound investigating, you know, techniques to do so. Um, if you have any thoughts or ideas, I would love to hear it. Um, I'm going to leave you with this. This is just interesting little bit of trivia. The first chimpanzee, f bleh, excuse me, the first chimpanzee fossils found were found in 2005 and they were approximately 5,000 years old. Yeah, the first chimpanzee fossils were found in 2005 and are approximately 5,000 years old. There's your answer to why uh, no one's ever found Bigfoot fossils, right? Oh, and this is just really interesting. I, I threw this in here just for fun. Um, elephants bury their dead. Look it up. Very interesting fact. 
They also mourn and grieve and cry. Um, think about that too. All right, so if anyone has any ideas or thoughts about anything I've covered or they have any ideas or thoughts about something they want me to talk about where I can actually put more time and energy into and not just rambling as I drive home, uh, don't forget to call me at 470-344-9441. Go to evidence at bigfootforensics.com or listen to Bigfoot on Trial. I know there's a lot there. I'm thinking about just changing Bigfoot on Trial to Bigfoot Forensics, the podcast Bigfoot Forensics, so it can go with BigfootForensics.com. Um, I guess that's it. Until then, uh, don't forget to call 470-344-9441. Leave a message or text. Uh, leave some comments. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe. Thank you.